Hi, listeners. During our time of isolation, we have also stayed away from the radio studio, so I will be repeating some shows for a few weeks from 2016 and 2017. I hope you enjoy them and continue to listen to KBXL 94.1. Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Well, it's another blessing day. It's another day that we can love people. You know what? Get out and love somebody today. Go out and do something nice for someone today. Go out and buy somebody a Dutch Brothers today. Go out and, I say that, my daughter works at Dutch Brothers. See, there's a promotion. How do you like that? No, I just think it's awesome when somebody buys somebody else something and somebody just shows love anonymously. It's just a great thing. Take somebody, a, stop by. You know what? I stop by Nothing Bunt Cakes a lot in... Um, Oh, it's over there on Eagle Road, and uh, Shannon is a great lady. Shannon Klein, she runs uh, the Nothing Bunt next to Bed Bath and Beyond, and she is such a dear woman. In fact, she's so blessed that last year she brought to the State House when I was a chaplain. Uh, she brought about twelve dozen Buntini cakes and shared it with them. That was so neat. But you know what's nice? I go in there and I try to get a dozen of those from time to time, and just drop them off at a business. Drop them off at a place somewhere that's not expecting them and just say, hey, I just want to give these to you today. I'm telling you what, I love doing that. It is so fun. It is so fun to bless somebody. And you know what? You know how it feels to be blessed. Do something like that today. Do something really, really special. By the way, if you've never had a Bantini, they are just absolutely phenomenal. And they have these other ones that are three ninety nine that they're they're great big, but they're just awesome. And uh, I try to not eat a whole bunch of those for various reasons. But anyway, I just thought I'd tell you that. And if you get a chance to meet Shannon, do so. And, uh, and tell her, hey, you heard about her on the radio because not, uh, Shannon's just awesome. But anyway, no, she didn't pay me for this ad. I just randomly say weird things. So there I am again today. Hey, would you pray with me? Our Heavenly Father, thank you for a great day. Thank you for these great listeners, Lord. And I pray, God, that they would just get out and make a huge difference in our community, that they would love people, encourage people, and Lord, be about your business. Open our hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we catch up now with Moses as he's coming back down the mountainside after he has uh, re <laughs> redid the Ten Commandments from God and he chiseled them out. And so I want to pick this up in the 34th chapter of Exodus as we talked about the 33rd chapter yesterday. And it's amazing, Moses, a man of God, how God had this connection with him and how he had this connection with God. And people saw it. They recognized it all the time, but yet he still turned his back. He still had struggles. He still went away. I don't really get it how this happens. So Moses is coming down the mountain, and the radiant face of Moses shined. In fact, this is what the Word of God says in verse 29 of chapter 34. When Moses came down from the mountain, Sinai, with his two tablets, the covenant of the law in his hands, he was not aware that his face was radiant because he had spoken with the Lord. Folks, if you spoken with the Lord. Your face would be radiant too, wouldn't it? Radiant. Then he goes on to say, when Aaron and all his Israelites saw Moses, his face was radiant and they were afraid to come near him. But Moses called to them. So Aaron and all the leaders of the community came back to him and he spoke to them. Afterward, all the Israelites came near him and gave them all the commands the Lord had given him on Mount Sinai. There is an amazing thing. Yes, God blessed Moses. 
and they came near him and listened. And these are the ones that were left because all the struggles had went on. All the struggles that they had, and many of them died because they turned their back on God. But the ones that were left came near him, and they saw the radiance of him. They were afraid because of the radiance of him. They saw the power of God. Isn't that amazing in life? Many times we see the power of God unfold, but yet we don't respond to it. You could be in a service and sense the Holy Spirit of God moving in a great way, and you don't respond to it. You know, nowadays people don't respond a lot especially in praying or coming forward or whatever it might be, even though they feel like God's leading them to do that. People, we've got to be people who respond. We've got to be people who listen to the Holy Spirit of God, people who are willing to say, God, I'm going to do what you want me to do. I'm not going to hold back. I'm not going to worry what people think or what people say. You know, so many times we're so concerned about what we portray, and God is saying, love me, serve me, listen to me, be obedient to me, be about my business, be like Moses, you know, and and follow me with all your heart, soul, and mind. When Moses finished speaking to them, he put a veil over his face. But whenever he entered the Lord's presence to speak with him, he removed the veil until he came, until he came out. And when he came out and told the Israelites, what he had been commanded, they saw that his face was radiant. Then Moses would put the veil back over his face until he went to speak with the Lord. The respect, not seeing God, and of course God didn't want anybody to see his face. Moses respected, and he loved his God because God had led him. You think about Moses' life, going all the way from the reeds in the weeds as a baby and becoming Pharaoh's son, I mean, virtually, uh, and then finding out about he was he was an Egyptian and finding out that all these things going on and him and Ramses, all the situations, and then, then trying to lead the people out of slavery and the million people leaving Egypt and the call that God had on him, it was enormous. Sometimes we are afraid of the little call God has on us. God wants us to to share in our workplace. God wants us to share in our school. And we just, oh, that's too much. I, don't, I can't take that risk. Here Moses was dealing with a million people or more, or close to it. And yet he was following God because he believed in God. He believed God would direct him. And you remember when Moses was leaving Egypt and how all of a sudden Pharaoh had his army chase after him so they'd kill him and they'd get over there and they're stuck by the sea and the Red Sea and they're stuck. They're on a cliff. They can't go anywhere. And it's over. They see all these people, chariots coming to destroy them. And the people, oh, Moses, what'd you do to us? Oh, you got us, you got us all killed. This is horrible. But Moses called upon his God. And God did something that, of out of the ordinary, very extraordinary. He parted the Red Sea, and the people went through it. They got to the other side, and the chariots, and everybody came after them, and they were still wanting to kill them. And then God closed the Red Sea and killed the entire army. God knows what he is doing. People of God God knows what he's doing from the time of Moses. He knew what he was doing from the time of Joseph and Abraham. He knew what he was doing from Esau and Isaac. He knew what he was doing, you know, from King David. He knew what he was doing. God's plan is greater than anything that we can ever imagine. And sometimes we put the lid on it. We're kind of like these Israelites who has fallen Moses. It has to be our way or uh, or it's not right. 
and if we don't see it happen just the way we want it to happen, then we get discouraged and we start bucking the system. People of God in your churches, God wants to move. God wants to move in the Treasure Valley. He wants our churches to come alive in the spirit of the living God. He wants to change lives. He wants people to give their lives to him. He wants people to get motivated as a force to do something for the kingdom of God. Can you imagine if all of us came together and moved in one direction to help this world and help our nation, to help our city, to know Jesus Christ, their Lord and Savior, what would happen? Instead, we have our own ways. Our own ideas. Oh, I, I don't want to do it that way. Oh, I no, I can't. I, I don't want to reach out. I don't want to be a part of that. Instead of saying, God, I want your will, not mine. Not my will be done. My dad used to pray that prayer all the time growing up. I remember in the household, Lord, not my will, but thine be done. Thine be done. He meant it. He meant that prayer. It wasn't just my brothers and I and my mom. We knew when my dad prayed that prayer. He meant that prayer. He meant he he wept when he prayed, and he didn't weep for him for the sake of showing us that he weeps. But he was so close to God that he had this relationship with God that it just it, it was dear to him. And when people were hurting, he was hurting. I remember him praying for people that were getting divorced. They'd come in and in our house, and the man would sit and talk. And Dad would weep and pray and weep and pray. And I watched that over and over again. Sorry. But I just, the example that I saw, I'll never forget. I'll never forget the many, many weeping moments. I'll never forget him weeping on the phone, talking and praying with somebody on the phone when they called and said, Brother Doherty, we've got an issue here. We've got a, and dad is, tears are streaming down his face. His face is red and he's calling upon God. That's exactly what Moses did. He called upon God. He believed. He believed. People of God, we've got to believe. We've got to call upon him. We've got to ask him to guide us and to lead us and to take us to new heights in our life and allow the Spirit of God to lead us. Oh, yes, we're going to have weak moments. I certainly do. And I certainly get emotional like I am now. I'm sorry. Just I just all of a sudden picture. I can picture all that. I can picture those days, those moments, and how it shaped my life and how it shaped my brother's lives, how all four of us follow God because of the example of my father and my mother. And I know I probably talk about it too much, but it just, it means, means, means so much to me. And I want to be that for my daughter. I want her to see Jesus so much in my life that she knows there's not a question about where her dad's loyalty it is. His loyalty is to God Almighty. His loyalty is to Jesus Christ, to the Holy Spirit leading him. And people of God, that's what he wants to do for you. He wants to lead you. What'd you say today? Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, lead me. Open my heart. Open my heart to you. May I see you clearly. God, forgive me of all unrighteousness. Forgive me of directions that I've gone that has not been good. Forgive me for not being as diligent in the things of God that I should be. Lord, forgive me and help me today to have a new start, to start afresh, and to be alive in the spirit of the living God. Fall afresh on me, O God. I hope that you can pray that prayer. And I hope you do pray that prayer. And I hope that your life is different because the power of God, like Moses' life, was different. And the people of Israel's life was different. And then we know Joshua led them out, led them to the promised land. Those that stayed faithful, those that stayed in touch with God, people of God, please stay in touch with him. Stay in prayer for him. Be diligent about the kingdom. 
He's got great things planned for each of you. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for these dear people. God, I don't know hardly any of them. You know them all deeply. And I pray, God, you just touch their lives. Give them a fresh new start this day as they serve you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.